Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there, so I'm outside in a slightly different angle than normal because I'm trying to squeeze out the last minutes of the evening sun to make a nice roll-along workout for you. And what we're going to do today is hopefully a little bit of something for everyone because we're going to do a little bit of low-rate work, a little bit of mid-rate work and a little bit of fast-rate work. How we're going to do that is we're going to do three minutes at 20 strokes a minute at run about 2k plus 18 pace, followed by 24 strokes a minute for two minutes at run about 2k plus 12 pace, and then one minute at around about 28, 30 strokes a minute and really as fast as you can muster. Bearing in mind that we're going to do this five times with two minutes rest in between, okay? So if you absolutely go sprinty in that last minute and you blow your system, even with two minutes rest between all of these intervals, then you're not going to really be able to get through the rest of them in the same way uh, as, as it's meant to be. So you have to have some kind of a sense of being able to kind of gauge what your body's worth. But that last one minute and the very last interval, fill your boots, go as fast as you want, all right? So we've got to do four minute war warm up before we get anywhere near this because it's important that our bodies are warm. So let's get straight into that. And we start off by setting up our machine. On a concept two, that means setting your drag factor first. If you don't know what drag factor is, please do check out the video I have on this channel. If you're not on a concept two, then just set the resistance somewhere where you get a nice kind of feel from the stroke, but it doesn't feel as though you're having to really kind of pull an entire boat, all right? Next up, if you can set your monitor to eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down and finally adjust your foot stretches so they are at a height that allows you to get to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically okay if you have them set too high you might not quite be able to get to that vertical position if you're set too low you might actually go scooting straight past which can cause kind of can cause power leaks to your stroke but can also cause a little bit of hyperextension to your back so anyway, you can do a four minute warm up. You can do this right about 18 to 20 strokes a minute and you're gonna start off. The power is gonna be the kind of same as if you were really just doing a body weight squat as though you're standing up and then you'll increase your, that power after a minute because we need to work on our timing between our push from our feet and our hands connecting the handle to the machine as we start, all right? It's sunny, so I'm gonna go into rude mode and put my sunglasses on. So here we go, four minute warm up in three, two, one, and we're off. So like I say, this is just as though you're standing up a body weight squat while you think about pushing your feet into the machine. Okay, so that's where the power comes from. And then obviously you have to get that power from your feet into your hands, into the handle and into the machine. And the effective way to do that is to have straight arms a forwards tilt in towards the front of the machine and then it comes down to timing and you make sure that as you push your feet into the machine it's then that your hands connect the handle to the machine and trust me it's a lot easier said than done <laughs> I spent a long time trying to get that timing right if you push too soon what happens is your backside escapes push from underneath you leaving 
your upper body to take over. And if you pull too soon, your legs can't quite get in on the action. I right, just push a little bit harder for the next 34 seconds or so. You should hear the tone of your machine increase. You're only really going about three or four seconds faster than you just were. Remember, this is a warm-up. This isn't the main session yet, so all you're doing is raising your heart rate and your breathing rate and opening up your body, which we're going to do more of after this stroke. So put one foot on the ground and continue rowing with one foot still strapped into the machine. And this just gives you a little bit of a breather in terms of flexibility because you've only got one leg strapped in. So it's easier to get into that forward tilt at the front of the machine and get that leg to a vertical position. Let's swap legs. The shin, remember, not the entire leg. So you come forwards, shin's in a vertical position. You don't go past that, and then you push out with your leg. It's interesting to note that there's a difference in pace at the same stroke rate between both legs and the same perceived push. But don't worry, unless it's like 10 seconds difference, it's not too much of a hassle. Right, both legs in, and then keep them straight, and roll with your back and arms. So you swing over your hips, as you're leaning forwards, swing back. And then as you start that swing, that's when you pull with your arms. So I'll talk about this more in the main session, but as far as the short's concerned, your arms are the last thing to happen. But they're the first thing to happen on the recovery, okay? One more. And let's roll to the front of the machine, arms straight, forward tilt, and just push out with your legs. Try and hold that forwards position in straight arms. So don't push too hard with your legs, because then you'll have to recoil. All you're doing here is working on the timing between your feet and your hands, but also the sensation of driving while still in a forward lean and arms straight. Let's do one more. Right, now I'm going to put up a quick splash card saying please stretch and have a drink while I load up the main session from ErgZone and I'll have a drink myself. Okay, so I've set this into my monitor using ErgZone as five six minute intervals with two minutes rest in between. Now I know we're doing this as three minutes, two minute, one minute, but if I programmed all those intervals into the Concept2 monitor, the delay that happens as you skip between that three, two, one could actually end up having both of us completely out of sync. And if you're not on a Concept2 machine or you have slightly different timing to me, then it's, oh, it just goes all over the place. So by all means, program the monitor how you want. You could even do it as a 38 minute row and just let the time count down from the start to the finish and not worry about any intervals it's, it's like I say it's up to you but this is how I've done it now remember we're starting off here at 20 strokes a minute and 2k plus 18 pace and if you don't know what 2k pace is you can pause the video and have a quick read on the description where I do say what 2k training pace is however this is starting off round about five to six out of ten effort where one is just sitting on the couch eating a bag of chips <laughs> and uh, four is kind of like going out for a nice walk so five to six is when you start to kind of add in a little bit more effort your breathing goes up and stuff okay so 
Right, I thought I could just quickly throw that in there in case you're like, what's he on about with 2K pace stuff? I've got no idea. Right, so like I say, 20 strokes a minute, you can follow me for stroke rate, 2K plus 18 pace if you have a 2K training pace, or around about five to six out of 10 uh, effort, where your heart rate's gonna go up, breathing will go up, but it doesn't feel too tired. It will eventually feel tired as we get into the next two bits, but yeah, <laughs> here we go then. In three, two, one, let's go. So remember, 20 strokes a minute, the great genius of this stroke rate is that it's one stroke every three seconds. So even if you're not watching me on the video, you can just look at your counter, your timer, and count down in threes. And then as far as the actual stroke is concerned, you kind of want to divide it up into a one second drive, two seconds recovery. One, two, three. One, two, three. So like we're dancing a tango together. Because it should make sense that you want to have longer when it comes to recovery. Because, well, the recovery isn't just about you taking time after your stroke. It's also the amount of time it takes for you to recover to the front of the machine again. And that is where you take the time to make sure you're in the right position for the next stroke. But that ratio is really important just because it's kind of what unlocks the rhythm and that kind of fluid, controlled feel of the stroke. And it kind of continues up through the stroke rates until about, what about 28 maybe, when it starts to get a little bit closer to a one-to-one -one ratio because the stroke rate is getting up there. So if the drive is the controller here, then in 45 seconds time, when we go up to 24 strokes a minute, 2K plus 12 pace, and kind of seven out of 10 effort, you do so by pushing harder with the legs. Therefore, your drive speed is quicker. And if you have that two to one ratio, your recovery speed will be slightly quicker than that. So the stroke rate increases. Two, one more stroke. One, here we go. 24 strokes a minute. So push harder with the legs and you should have a faster drive speed. But you should also notice that as a result of pushing harder with your legs, your stroke rate should, sorry, stroke rate, your pace 
should have increased naturally by, well, around six seconds, hopefully, to take you to 2K plus 12 without you really having to think about it. But a lot of that comes down to rowing with a controlled and consistent technique. If you make sure, no matter what stroke rate you do, you push with the legs and try to connect the handle to the machine at the same time as you push with your legs then it does stand to reason that a faster rate will make you go faster okay six strokes to go and then we've got our fast one minute to run about 2k plus five as a minimum after this one here we go so I'm just going to see what my body feels like. <laughs> 29. <laughs> so I said between 28 and 30. And it seems my body is settling <laughs> at 29. 30 seconds to go. Keep it strong. We're about to get two minutes rest. So keep that push from the legs, arms straight. Alrighty. Three, two, one. And that's our first set done. So let yourself recover over these two minutes. Make sure to have that drink. Now, as being, there's only 30 minutes worth of effort in today's row. You don't really need these two minute rests in between. You could just go straight into the 20 strokes a minute section again. I kind of have that as an active recovery that you're, because it's the effort is less, 20 strokes a minute, 2K plus 18, over those three minutes, you'll find your body will settle down again and you'll be okay to go into the 24s and the, the final one minute again. However, as this row goes on, you'll find you'll get progressively more and more tired, less able to do those 2K plus 18, uh, certainly less able to do the 24s and definitely less able to do those one minutes at the same pace. Okay, so by having a rest in between these two minutes, you're kind of resetting your system to recover, hopefully enough, to then go through these three 
chunks again, let's call them chunks, at exactly the same pace that you just did then. So you're not gonna have to ease off because you're fatigued and, and tired. So that's why we still have this two minutes rest so that you can hit these properly, okay? So you can get used to rowing the right pace at the right stroke rate without fatigue getting in the way, okay? So it's 10 seconds to go on to the next one. Get yourself strapped in. Hopefully you did have that drink because it's too late now. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Now remember we're starting 20 strokes a minute. 2K plus 18 pace. And if anyone out there watching this is using a effort out of 10 scale, if you think that the last time round was accurate, as your five to six out of 10, then that's the pace I want you to hold for all of the intervals for 20 strokes a minute. Same goes for the 24 and the 30s or whatever the final rate is. Whatever you set your pace to, I want you to replicate it. Because the problem with a effort out of 10 scale is that as you get more and more fatigued, the effort it takes to row at the same pace obviously increases. So it's easy to think, well, the big man said, <laughs> big man sure, said five to six out of 10, I'm gonna have to back off a few seconds to keep it there. That's not the point. Although I said those rest periods are meant to let your system reset so you can manage to row the rest of it at the right pace. I'm not saying you won't get progressively more tired as we go through this. It just means, hopefully, you're not gonna get so fatigued that you can't hit your pace guide. Because pretty much, no matter how you're attacking this kind of row, you don't want to hide from it. If you're doing this just as a cardio workout or just to burn a few calories or a performance improvement, all three of them need you to stick to your goals and not back off follow through with whatever it was you decided. Okay, two more strokes. One more. Here we go, up to 24s. One stroke every two and a half seconds. Make sure to push harder with the legs. Faster drive speed, slightly faster recovery should not only increase stroke rate but 
your pace too. It's easy to chase the stroke rate rather than the pace. So if you don't get the connection loaded up at the front of the machine, you can find you can fly back at a million miles an hour, but you won't see the pace increase. So remember, this is about stroke rate and the pace improvement. So push with your feet, connect your hands to the handle to make the machine go. Keep a forward lean and straight arms. And you should really feel the acceleration as you hang off the handle. Okay, three, two, one. Here we go. Push harder with your feet. Really think about pushing the machine away from you. Don't push yourself back. Push the machine. Remember, you've got a faster drive phase here. So the recovery needs to increase too. And you can help that by getting your hands away nice and quickly. Don't hold it to your chest. Two more. Last one. Whew. So, take a second to breathe. Make sure you've just settled a little bit and have a drink. So for those higher rates, the handle away is the trick. You might think it's all about blasting out as fast as you can. It's not really. It's more about your recovery. So you drive out, swing, pull, and then instantly your arms come away again, okay? You can see what's happening to me as I push my arms away. Arms away, I then tilt back over my hips into that forward tilt again, okay? So in, tilt. Okay, so your arms away help you into that tilt. And the momentum of your arms away and that forward tilt is what triggers your recovery towards the front of the machine. And that's how you get your recovery up. So I see so many people who drive fast and then they spend 
they take a holiday. <laughs> they go on a vacation as they recover to the front because their body's in a completely wrong position. And then they get to the front and they have to do this. And it's all, oh man, dogs marrying cats and oh, it's all over the place. Uh, whereas if you drive out, arms away, tilt, you can then increase your recovery speed to complement whatever the finger thing for complement is your faster drive speed okay 10 seconds to go i hope you had a drink five four three two one go so 20 strokes a minute again 2k plus 18 same pace you've been rowing so far through this workout this really should have a pattern that the first three minutes feel nice the next two minutes you have to think about pushing harder with your legs to maintain that 2k plus 12 pace okay so you can hit your stroke rate but you do have to concentrate a little bit about how much force you're putting in with your legs to get to that pace and then that last minute should feel as though you're right up there working hard but because of the way it's planned out I'm kind of hoping that this is a really enjoyable row a fun journey through the three different stroke rates and one that with any luck these six minute intervals are flying by because you're only thinking three minutes and then they're over really quickly and then you've only got two minutes and that's obviously over quickly because you're thinking about the one minute to come and then that one minute well that's only a minute and so what I'm really hoping and you can make sure and leave me a comment is that although this is a total of 38 minutes on the machine apart from me just pointing that out it shouldn't feel like it's a long time I mean we're coming in and six strokes time as we go up to the 24 stroke rate on a very special moment so three two one 24 strokes a minute 2k plus 12 and it's Bon Jovi time whoa, whoa. we're halfway there but with any luck you're not living on a prayer hopefully you are nicely controlled 
I see quite a lot of memes and things because it's been what about 27 26 years since that song came out I see these memes saying Bon Jovi finally hits three quarters of the way there but my goal is to try and help you enjoy getting through sessions like this either because of the format or because of the white noise rubbish that spills out of my mouth or because my chats about technique make you shift your focus onto your leg drive or straight arms or holding that forwards tilt until you're at least halfway to the legs. Right, two, one, let's go fast for one minute. So remember what I said, handle comes in straight, back out again. Keep it smooth, a nice rhythm. You're not jerking it out. It's not a hot potato. But the important thing is you are not pausing at the back of the stroke and that you're using it to start the forwards momentum of your recovery. Three, two, one. That's three done, two to go. And I really do hope that these two minute recoveries are doing what I say that they're letting your body recover enough that you can manage the next six minutes at the pace I'm asking you to run. It's what's happening to me anyway. Have a drink. Sorry, thought I heard someone. Quite nice rowing in the evening. Not quite as warm, although it's Scotland. It's never actually warm here. It was like 15 degrees today, and that's pretty much summer for us. Which is nice, although the sun is about to set behind the house in front of me, so apologies if the light changes. Filming this on my iPhone today, because that's the app I use automatically changes the ISO and the shutter speed to account for light, I hope. Whereas my big fancy camera doesn't need someone to sit there and go, 
Unless someone who has a GH5 camera and can tell me how to set auto ISO to actually happen while I'm recording. That'd be nice. Okay, 20 seconds to go. You'll notice I had two drinks. I'm starting to get a bit dehydrated. Apart from the sweat that's running into my eyes. <laughs> 10 seconds to go. Oh, get yourself ready, wiggle your backside. Four, three, two, one, go. So probably, well hang on, 20 strokes a minute, 2K plus 18 pace, whatever speed you've been rowing at for these opening three minutes. So I thought I'd better quickly throw out the pace guide in case you're like, what pace? But we always start these off in this workout, about 20 strokes a minute and 2K plus 18 pace. But yeah, and there, wiggle your backside thing. You can actually do it while you're rowing as well. Just rock slightly from side to side, but It's all about being a pain in the backside. Not me, I'm not a pain in the backside. How dare you? Oh. Sitting on the seat for, oh, I can't do the maths. A certain amount of time between the warm up and we've done three of these intervals so far. If you haven't adjusted how your backside is connected to the seat, then what's going to be happening is that, well, if you have a good posture anyway, there will be one point in your glutes where your sit bones are pressing right down into and as much as I'm a great advocate that good posture and a good technique is all you need to overcome a pain in the backside, you don't need seat pads and stuff. Eventually, that pressure point from your sit bones on the same part of your glutes, no matter what, starts to hurt or feel uncomfortable, let's say. So in rest periods, if you're doing a workout like this, you make sure to just lift up one butt cheek at a time to relieve that pressure let the blood get back into those muscle fibers. Then do it on the other side. That's usually all you need. Okay, two more strokes, then up to 24s. Here we go. 24 strokes a minute. 2K plus 12. But if you're rowing a longer piece or at any point during a row 
if your backside starts to feel a bit tender, you can still just rock. Your butt cheeks off the seat. Now, I don't want to be too scatological here. But it's almost like you're lifting up your butt cheek to break wind, let's say. And that takes the pressure off that specific point of your glutes. It must be said though, that if you have a poor posture, and by that I mean that you're slumped with your hips rolled backwards as you come into the front of the machine and at the finish what happens is that your sit bones roll over and crush a larger area of those glutes kind of like a rolling pin I'll show you what I mean in the next rest of interval, interval. <laughs> can sweep then one more stroke here we go let's go fast so a full push with the legs get that drive speed up but then hands away smoothly quickly rhythmically to trigger your recovery so that you can come into a full slide shins vertical forwards tilt arms straight to push the next stroke four three two one oh. take a moment to just breathe my heart rate's finishing about 163 which is about 85 I think 85 to 90 of my maximum oh there we go 89% contact zone of my maximum heart rate but it won't be anywhere near that for the three and the two have a drink so posture wise you want to come forwards braced push you hinge over your hips okay that keeps that point of your sit bones connected always okay whereas if you come in with your hips pointed backwards tailbone tucked underneath get to finish you come in and then you roll forwards even I mean do this with me just hold your knees roll forwards and backwards forwards and backwards 
and you will feel exactly what I'm saying of your sit bones just kneading away at your glutes like a rolling pin. So you finish, you're all slumped, you come forwards, that hurts. You come in, uh, more pressure. Uh, uh. Okay, whereas if you have a good posture, you're just pivoting, or what am I doing, that way, <laughs> over the same point, which eventually you just need to release by lifting your butt cheeks up off the seat. Okay, seven seconds to go until our final interval. Four, three, two, one, go. <sighs> 20 strokes a minute, 2K plus 18 pace, or whatever you've been holding. And I really hope that as we hit this fifth interval, like I'm going a bit slow. Speed up, boy. No, not that much. <laughs> so you're looking for 203. Come on, John. Okay, I'll do 202. There we go, 203. Yeah, as we hit this final interval, I hope this workout makes sense and even if you are either a bit tentative at the start or a bit over eager at the start then I hope that either by the second or third interval you kind of settle down a bit or even if you've just chalked this up as a learning moment, hopefully you'll come back to it in a few days or a week, a few weeks, knowing the kind of intensity you're meant to put in and that you will actually row it how it's meant to be done where it's meant to feel like a nice, gentle's the wrong word, but a, what I call bottom tier intensity row for the first three minutes. You should certainly be able to hold a conversation. Not that I'm leaving you any room to talk back to me of course it's all about me all about me <laughs> but the heart rate will go up ordinarily around about 65 70 percent of max but this pace alone you should easily be able to do for half an hour an hour even a marathon, depending on your fitness. But in four strokes time, you then have to increase that intensity after this one. Here we go. 24 strokes a minute means a harder push from your legs and then holding 2k plus seven pace just means 
you have to concentrate on getting the power in. And this is the kind of intensity which if you were to do all five of these intervals at this pace, eventually you would really be finding it tough and needing to really hang on to be able to complete the interval. There'd be no question that you would be able to, but whereas the 20 strokes a minute, you can just power along forever. These 24s put you into the mid intensity of my performance triangle or pyramid and this is where you learn to hold intensity even when it starts to suck two more all right one more let's go fast and let's see what you've got left in you still hold between 28 and 30 strokes per minute but what can you squeeze out for the last 30 seconds feel free to keep increasing every stroke that's me at 2k pace minus one minus three one more stroke oh I don't know what finished I was at 2k minus five for the last stroke my heart rate finished 92% of my rowing maximum heart rate I say rowing because that's where I managed to get on a rowing machine but on my bike doing Zwift I managed to increase by another 8 beats per minute don't know why don't ask me right I'm just going to load in two minute cooldown using Erg Zone. How simple was that? No button pushing, just two clicks on my iPad and I'm in. So, two minute cooldown. Intensity wise, similar to how we started the warm up, where just enough of a push from the legs to send the power through your body into your hands, into the machine, okay? Here we go then, in three, two, one, go. And use this cool down as a way to 
consolidate anything that you may have been thinking about when it came to technique. Maybe you were working on the straight arms, in which case, keep them straight, so straight pull. See how long I hold it for? Straight pull. Straight pull. Really late in the stroke. So it's all about legs. Then I add the back and then I finish with the arms. So if you look down and you see you're grabbing early from the front using your forearms and your biceps, then try and keep those arms straight. You're still gonna get to use your arms in the stroke, but instead of ruining your legs, your leg drive, by pulling from the front, you get to use your legs, then your back, then your arms. Okay, so your arms still pull to a finish. When they're all on their own, you can really bump, get that power in. Whereas pulling from the front, you can't connect with your legs. So you're not getting the leg drive. And yes, I'm sure you can row nice and fast, pulling early from the front. I'm sure you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep on doing what I do. But if you are interested in performance, hang on, I'm gonna take two more strokes here. One more. Tell you what, I'll continue this thought in a second because we need to get stretchy man up first. So if you don't have time to stretch, don't worry about it. Just I do recommend just doing some light kind of quads, hamstrings, maybe hip flexors, maybe shoulders when you're in the sh when I'm not in the shower, but while you're either before or after you shower. Please don't do it in the shower. I don't want you to slip and fall. Uh, however, if you do have a kind of five minutes to spend with me, then Stretchy Man has just appeared in the top corner. Now I may or may not have also just put in some kind of groovy music, some kind of relaxing music over that. I don't know, I'm undecided, but anyway. But he's gonna take you through a bunch of stretches. He's gonna take you through hamstrings, quads, hip flexors, glutes, uh, what else? Biceps, which remember, arms behind, so you're in Superman position, or, or um, uh, ski jump position, Whee! but then you rotate your thumbs outwards, okay? And that elongates your, your, your big long bicep, okay? Um, what else? Triceps, which I'll show you the one where you just hold, it's because my shoulders are rubbish. So if, you're, if you've got the flexibility, see, I mean, look how bad that is. I can't, because my shoulders are rubbish. I can't get my two hands close together, because most like Julie's great at it. She does that and she can kind of clasp both hands together. And then that's how she stretches her triceps. That's all I can do. I don't know if I'm like, I'm slightly better on that one. Anyway, uh, forearms, I should pray. And that should get under there. And a couple of others. Anyway, so he's gonna take you through that. What's that on about? Oh yeah. So if you are interested in performance gains, okay, in, in trying to get faster, then I, I understand that if you are already going fast and you're grunt pulling early at the front, okay, and you're, you're still hitting like a 642K or something or, or even faster, okay, because you're really putting your upper, you're huge, you've got muscles upon your muscles and you're putting in. Just imagine what you could manage if you were able to use your legs to their full power. That hip 
that kind of thrust. You know, if you're doing like a um, a deadlift or a kettlebell kettlebell swing, and you uh, and you kind of you engage with that kind of you thrust your hips forward. That's kind of what that backswing of the stroke is like. Okay, where you you come in, you drive, and then that kind of flick over your back. Obviously, the, your body angle is wrong for it to be like a kettlebell swing or a deadlift, but that kind of swing over your back, that's what I'm talking about. So it's not about your hips coming forwards, it's about that swing. But shifting this mass, okay, from that position to that position, it puts in a lot of force into the machine. So you push with the legs, okay, uninterrupted with a backswing or an arm pull, okay, so you're getting all the stuff from your legs. As they fade, you then swing over your back, which then, like I say, the mass, whoosh, adds in power. Your arms are still straight as that rock happens, okay? So um, your legs are starting to fade, you top it up with that backswing, and then, as your back is coming into a close, you then put in your big guns, okay? So you then add power, so you've gone power, power, power. And that's how you go fast. Whereas if you just put everything in from the front, okay, so you yank with your hands, you swing with your back at the same time, and you push with your legs at the same time, and then you're kind of you're done here, and you're like, oh, and that's when you have to start yanking on the straps to bring yourself forwards, because all of that mass is flying backwards that could be going into the flywheel. Okay, so you go, and you have to really, oops, make sure I'm not showing you my tummy, you have to kind of stop yourself. That momentum backwards, you have to stop yourself, is, is force that should be going into the flywheel. And that's why strapless rowing is so good, because in order for me to not fly off the back of the machine, okay? Because my legs are out the straps, okay? In order to not come flying off the back of the machine, I have to make sure that, like, 98% of my mass of my of everything going backwards has gone into the machine there's only really a couple of percent me, 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 that is then soaked up by my stomach at the back my core to then uh, hold me and then bring me back forwards again whereas i guarantee you if i did that kind of lurching stroke um <laughs> that was demonstrated before with my feet out the straps i would be on the floor and i'd crack my head open off the off the patio um, so I'm not, going to, I'm not going to demonstrate it. But that's the point, okay? If you want to, and yes, it's going to be, if you're used to grabbing from the front, okay? Which lots of people are, and lots of people are really fast doing it. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're not fast by doing it. But uh, if you are, oh, whatever, I'm not going to pull. If you are the kind of the pulley grabby from the front, really grunt everything into there. What's the point I was about to make? Efficiency? No, it's gone. <laughs> Oh dear, I've actually, I literally, it was going out of my head. I managed to catch it and then it came back again. What was I gonna say? Hang on, hang on. There's gonna be an edit here while I sit here and think about what I was gonna about to say. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I know what it was. When you first start doing it slightly different, it's gonna feel, you're gonna look at the numbers and you're gonna be slightly slower, okay? And it's not because it doesn't work. It's because you're unfamiliar with it, okay? It's not that you're not good and that it doesn't work for you and that it's not right. It's that it's unfamiliar. Remember the first time you got in a car and you started, you sat in the car and, you try, and you're like, what do I do now? And you couldn't get the, especially if you drive stick, um, you couldn't get the timing right for the clutch going down and for changing the gear stick and for looking and steering and all that kind of stuff. And all that. when I learned to drive, I hated, I hated my driving instructor for the first like six, seven sessions 
because I was, I just, I was like, I, but I want to learn how to drive. I want to get this right, but I can't do it. And I was like, so, because it was unfamiliar, okay? And it's like everything that you, that you address, everything in life that you start new that you've ever come from, you've not done it before, so it's unfamiliar. So it's okay to not be uh, instantly, I mean, I'm a, the first time I've ever driven, I'm gonna be a Formula One driver, okay? Or a stock car or whatever, or an Indy, Indy 500, whatever. That's you, 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 you do things and you learn how to get to where you want to be with it, okay? So if you are an early puller at the front and you're grunting into the machine and you start to do what I'm suggesting about driving with the legs and then swinging the back and then finishing with the hands and you notice on the machine that you're two, three seconds slower, that's fine because it's unfamiliar. You've not done it before and you have to learn how to get that sequencing right, how to get that feel for the backswing and how to get it all kind of correct. But I promise you, if you give it the time and you make sure and put it the way that I'm telling you to do it, you will be as fast as you were before and you should go faster or at least you should be able to roll faster for longer, all right? And because you're then using your entire body to do it, you should also get a better workout and you should find that you're burning more calories and you're getting stronger. And you know what that means? It means you're fitter, faster, stronger. And that's exactly why it says on all my stuff, fitter, faster, stronger, because that's all I'm trying to do here is trying to help you get fitter or faster or stronger or all three, or just to sit on a machine and enjoy a roll, okay? so. Hopefully Stretchy Man is done. I rap rattled on for long enough on this outro. Um, and yeah, hopefully he's not been a slow-mo because I've been going on for so long. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this row. Please leave me some kind of a comment and let me know if you did. I know I certainly did. It was a real refresher for me. Um, seeing the numbers that I wanted to see in front of me uh, while I did this one. It felt a real boost of confidence uh, for my kind of return post-COVID and all that kind of stuff. So I really enjoyed it. I hope you did too. Please leave me some kind of a comment. And the last thing to say is uh, just leave a hashtag to get to the end. What have we spoken about? Um, uh, uh, I want to say grunt. Can we, can we use grunt? Is that all right? Are people going to go, what? Because they're talking about the grunt where you're like, Arr! from the front, that kind of Popeye. Oh wait, that's a pirate. <laughs> You know what I mean? But yeah, it's a grunt. Okay, G-R-U-N-T, grunt. Um, and you can you can use that just to prove you got this far through the video. So thank you so much. Uh, please make sure and check out some of the other ones I've got up here. I do have hundreds, literally hundreds of workouts I've put here for you to roll along with, and they are all literally free. Not a penny comes out of your pocket to roll along with these. All you have to pay is that kind of, oh, I've got to put up with his chat for another half hour. You can always hit mute. Anyway, thanks again. Uh, I will see you in another video. Please look after yourselves. Stay safe. Take care. Be well. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.